Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 127, Backpacking Quilts Uncovered. On this episode, we answer a popular listener email topic. Is a sleeping bag or quilt a better choice? We share with you the answer and you are going to be shocked at what we have to say. You can always join in on that discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and come join our podcast family. Come hang out with us. Be part of the conversation and join in. So um, Ariane was very proud of the title tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We went back and forth uh, for for a while to kind of give you guys a real kind of catchy quilt title and uh our animals jumped out of her seat <laughs> this is like, bu- got it <laughs> and, this uh, is like the behind the scenes aspect uh yeah. i got real excited you the, were very the, excited i i think i was laughing for a good i don't know like three minutes i'm like did you catch the pun like i have to explain to you that there's a pun no no I, I got it but you <laughs> felt like you had to explain it to me because you're so proud of it so that was very that's, cool it's pretty proud or is, or she's like do you get it? It's uncovered. Get it? Get it? I'm like, I, I got it. So kudos to you tonight. Cheers. You did a very, you did a great job on the title. The behind the scenes of how excited we get to bring content to you guys on a weekly basis. No, we do. We actually give high fives to each other and it's we get pretty excited when yeah. we come up with uh with, with kind of a, a clever uh a podcast, or in this case, a title. So very, very, very. Now cool. you can join the Facebook discussion group page by giving your opinion on the title. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what would you have named it? Well, we get a lot of uh, we we get a lot of questions usually during the week, uh, emails. Um, but as as Ariane said, we get a lot of a quilt and sleeping bag, well, sleeping system questions in in general. And it seems like the most popular one is the quilt or the traditional sleeping bag. And um, so we and someone even suggested, I think it was a while ago that we should do an episode on on quilts versus bag. Um, I, I kind of think they're the same thing. I don't think there's a verse in there. Um, you could just make your own quilt by ripping out the, your zipper in your sleeping bag and you could almost have a quilt. So it, they're kind of the same thing. I don't think it's a, a, a either or, but I, I do think there are some advantages and possibly some disadvantages of the quilt and or in some cases the sleeping bag. Again, you know, we're going to give you the answer on what we think. But uh, for for people that are are relatively new and they're getting into the backpacking world and they're looking at gear uh they get to the sleeping bag and inevitably you will ask hey what kind of sleeping bag is a good one well buckle up it's going to be a bumpy ride because you're going to get a lot of different answers and one of them is going to be well you have to try a quilt quilts are baba quilt 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 no you gotta get the bag and a sleeping bag quilts get a draft and and you're gonna be overwhelmed and you're like you know what i'm just gonna go rent a cabin (laughs) so uh we thought we thought we would try to uh give the newer person a little bit of an idea of exactly the concept um and the methodology behind the quilt so quilts cut the weight without cutting the warmth. So they eliminate 
the least effective and heaviest parts of the traditional sleeping bag. So you've got the back of your sleeping bag, which a lot of times you have compressed the, the down into almost nothing. So it doesn't really give you that much R value anymore. The zippers, which if you are a normal backpacker, you usually get stuck in in the morning and desperately <laughs> panic to try to get out because a zipper is stuck. Every backpacker has experienced the panic. The panic, right? <laughs> and the hood, which a lot of us don't really use unless it is a, we have misguided a or miscalculated a really frigid night. And we finally put the hood in. We're like, I wonder where the hood is in my sleeping bag. Where's the drawstring, for the love of God? <laughs> so that's usually they've, they've eliminated that. Uh, so that's really kind of the quilt. So if you think of it, it's a sleeping bag without the zipper, without the hood, and without the bottom of it being filled down. And the kind of like the extra little uh, caveat there is you can stick your feet out of it. And that's called the foot box. So that's really what a quilt is. When you lay down in a sleeping bag, your weight compresses the insulation anyway in the bottom, and it doesn't really leave that much uh, R value. And so then it becomes a little bit more airy in there. And then of course, dead air is cold air. Uh, as a result, a quilt can be up to 30% lighter than a sleeping bag, but just as warm. So there's an argument, an an easy argument to be made for for uh, purchasing a quilt or going to a quilt system versus a sleeping bag. Now, a lot of this is going to be contingent upon um, really kind of what season. Season plays, you know, a, a large role in this for the majority of us. Um, and also where you're going might factor into that, this, that, and the other. But you're really looking at a traditional thought process, a traditional way of thinking about backpacking versus this new development, new technology, and a new way of thinking about your sleep system. Um, technology obviously offers an, an enormity and variance in, in choice. And as we all know, that choice is very dependent on on what we prefer, what 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 is typical, what we're comfortable with. Some of us sleep uh, colder, much colder versus warmer. Uh, some of us need our toes covered up at night. Others don't. I need both. <laughs> I need both. I need. You need the best of the best of all worlds. I do. That is that's a real thing for me because sometimes I don't sleep with socks on, and there are times where I have to, un <laughs> not really, times, it's often <laughs> that I have to unzip the entire sleeping bag. Now, m most bags come with a dual zipper system, so you can unzip it from the feet up and from the uh, upper body down. So you've got the dual uh, zipper system, but that also adds extra weight. So that's the whole concept of the quilt is that they, they eliminate all that stuff and you can just pop your feet out of the quilt because really it's just a blanket um, and you get extra, you get some extra, um, you get, you get a little bit extra bang for the buck because then you can kind of tuck it in. You can tuck your feet under, you can kind of tuck the bag kind of underneath you and kind of create this cinched up uh, blanket on you with having the benefits of 
you know, some pretty good loft, whether it's 850 or 950 goose down, or it's a prima loft, you know, you get those that benefit of really tucking all that stuff in, but you don't have all the extra little bells and whistles that you might have on a sleeping bag. I do like to kick my feet out. And sometimes it's really a pain in the butt to say, God, man, you know, and making, you know, of course, I've shared on this, on our podcast, I have restless leg syndrome. Right. So when my legs, you know, say, hey, you sleeping yet? I'm not. And uh, they get a little antsy. Man, it's like, I've now i got to find the zipper I'm at the bottom. I can't find it. Or I try to unzip it and it snags. And it's like a rustling match in my <laughs> sleeping bag between me and the damn zipper. Scott's then, over there cursing. And then I can't see what I'm doing. So now I got to get the headlamp out. It's like a 10-minute ordeal. And I just wanted to kick my feet out. Yeah, it's, it's, it shouldn't be that hard. Well, it's funny you say that. So I cannot sleep with socks either. But every now and again, when the temperature catches me off guard or I find that I'm colder and I can't get warm, I'll throw socks on my feet temporarily until my body temperature kind of warms up or I have this like mental mindset that I'm like, oh, I I faked my feet out. (laughs) I'm warm now. And then I go to take them off because I cannot sleep overnight with them. I've never been able to. And I can't, I can't get down to them because I'm so snuggled up tight in the zipper that I don't have any wiggle room. And so I'm trying to navigate, like trying to pull my socks off without waking up the entire camp. And it's such a pain. It is. It's like having an argument with uh, a completely different part of your body. Like my feet are going, I want out. And my head's going, I'm not putting, I'm not putting uh-uh. work into it. No. <laughs> my feet are like, I want out. I will rip this sleeping bag in two. And you're like, your head's going, you're just a lot of work. Stop being, what's with the drama? <laughs> just take it. Yeah, you're a little warm right now. But, you know, you're going to be cold in five minutes as soon as I stick your feet out there. And my feet, or my feet are literally going, I'm, I'm busting out of this prison. And the, that's where the quilt kind of solves that whole problem. Yeah, I mean, I would say the main arguments have a lot to do with the the versatility of it, Uh, the ability to have the best of all worlds, uh, the warmth factor, but also be able to stick the the feet out. Um, The main ones are uh, it reduces reduces weight, um, and it allows a little bit more compressibility. It... Uh, is less expensive in theory based off of those factors. You have less material going into it, um, and now you have a less expensive bag. Um, These were originally designed, I believe, for hammock camping, and so the the concept really, like, kind of, like, jumped off the cliff, per se, and said, oh, you know, this can be used versatilely for almost everybody. So let's kind of talk a little bit about the advantages and disadvantages a little bit more in depth because that's really where that deciding factor as to, you know, which is a better choice for you kind of come into play. Um, so advantages, main key, key advantages of a quilt versus your traditional sleeping bag is, like I said, less weight. Um, you are packing in less weight because the material is designed to only apply to the, uh, the, the, the the components that matter. So what's above you? All the loft is now above you and to your sides. 
no longer built into the bottom portion of the sleeping bag, which reduces half of your back. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, th- and that was one of the kind of the uh, forefronts of Big Agnes when they came out with their sleeping bags. In fact, that idea came out of Europe um, where they didn't even put any loft ever on the bottom of their sleeping bags. And so um, there was a, and I forgot the gear manufacturer that was before Big Agnes had started doing it. And Big Agnes was was really um, very uh, uh, ahead of their time by saying, you know what? Figure out your sleeping pad. We're not putting any kind of down or anything on the bottom of it. And if you have a Big Agnes sleeping bag, or you've had one, and I, I've had one before, you put a lot more thought into your sleeping pad. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute also. So essentially with less material, you have less weight, which equals more compressibility in your bag, which a lot of people are attracted to as we go towards lighter weight uh, bags and, and, and reducing the size and the volume, the liter of your backpack. Um also, by not adding in all these extra bills and whistles, such as the key component of a sleeping bag is a zipper, you also reduce weight equally by not adding that in. So uh, less weight is a huge advantage um, of a quilt, and, and that's why so many people are gravitating to it by being lightweight backpackers. Um, you also, and I say in theory, reduce the cost, less material, less labor, less costs involved in the sleeping bag itself. Um, so that is one key component that I think initiated as an idea, but that's not necessarily true. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, but that's not necessarily true that less fabric or less components equal less cost. Yeah. And I think too, one of the big advantages of the quilt that people are finding is that they're not so much a cookie cutter sleeping bag anymore. So you're a lot of a lot of your cottage manufacturers, your your smaller ones, they can kind of tailor make these quilts to kind of fit your needs. So if you little if you need a little bit of a wider bag because you need more girth space, your shoulder space, they can make them for you. If you need, if you're tall, you know you're you're not you're not kind of enslaved to the cookie cutter um sizes or you know so much the uh the bags of the past that for some reason you just couldn't get to fit right in there so you can go in there and look at a lot of different there are a lot of different quilts now that are a lot of different shapes and sizes that can kind of tailor make you're not you know i hear a lot of a lot of people say i can't i cannot go into a mummy bag they just can't and uh, to tell the truth, my very first backpacking experience, my very first time when I was in a mummy bag, the, the, the sleeping bag was too small for me. And so I got in there and, was like, and, and really was like, oh, dear God, I, I'm like, you know, a stuffed taco. And so I just I didn't have a good experience. The, the quilt gives that person an alternative to be able to sleep a little bit more freer and possibly a little bit more comfortable not being stuffed you know like a sandwich which leads us to the next advantage uh which is one of 
the many popular reasons for people to gravitate towards a quilt is its versatility. Um, easy entry and exit is a big, big component. You're not fighting with the zipper. Uh, you do have a little bit more spatial um, you can twist and churn a little bit easily. Um, I, I'm the type of person who I, I, I do somersaults in my sleep, I believe. I, at least I wake up. No, you do a double, double triple axle sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I gave it a 9.5 the other night. Wow, was, that's good. You know, your landing was good. It was good. Wow. So it, it allows you to have a little bit more versatility in, in, in navigating in your sleep. Um, so that's one thing. Um, and then uh, also it allows you to kind of variance your temperature. So we talked a lot about, um, you know, the different seasons in which you're, you're backpacking in. A lot of people out there have now gravitated towards two, a sleeping bag in colder climates and a quilt now in the warmer climates, summer months, that kind of thing, because it allows you to now take your 30 degree sleeping bag and make it into a lighter weight version where you can get some airflow in the in the summertime uh, where it's a, it's not it's kind of a little muggy it's a little stale but you still need that warmth to protect you to keep your core body temperature warm it allows you a little bit more wiggle room and in in, in in allowing the temperature to increase, decrease as you feel fit in that moment. Yeah, another uh, kind of a big advantage to budget conscious uh, uh, backpackers is that it's kind of introduced um, kind of a new way for Prima Loft and the synthetic bags that normally weren't as compressible. Now to say, hey, we can compete with the down as far as compression because we don't have that whole back to have to worry about. We're just making a blanket. So it, it really gave the synthetic uh, manufacturers a way to introduce, um, you know, your your 30 degree uh, quilts and having them compressed just as good as a 30 degree down bag, which was really and is really important for the synthetic market to be able to compete with down on that level. So that's that's one of the things that we see in the industry that that I personally like is there's a lot more competition out there for quilt type bags than there really were with sleeping bags. Again, sleeping bags tended to be a little cookie cutter, you know, like this, 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 this. But now the quilts have really kind of broadened that um, expansion to say, well, you know, we can make a lot more. So for the synthetic gear manufacturer, they can compete and offer a lot more variety of quilts. And a lot of your cottage manufacturers too now can make quilts in different colors. They're not slave to the same old nylon type uh, dye that all the backpacks came in before. So you're seeing a lot more versatile in the in the quilt market, I think, um, than you are in the sleeping bag market uh, because you can do a lot of different things and you can design the quilts kind of like kind of special to your to your needs yeah that's that's one of the beautiful things is i i think it does allow for a lot more creativity and design uh, i i say that and maybe doesn't make a little bit of sense but uh, you know just piggybacking off of what you said is is um you have a lot more customization to it um 
Now, I personally feel as though you can do a similar thing with sleeping bags. You just take your feet out of the bag and voila, you now have a quilt. <laughs> so there is that factor, but all the other advantages for not packing, for the compressibility, for not packing in that extra weight, uh, all, all of these things, um, you know, make it, make it a little bit more popular of a, of a, a choice. Um, so your disadvantages. Yeah. So I would say one of the disadvantages to the quilt, and this is a huge one. So we're going to get this right off. So you guys know what we're talking about. There is no standard rating for quilts. The EN rating does not apply to quilts. So when you are looking at a 40 degree quilt, you have to under, you were really going to have to look at the reputation and the trust you have with that gear manufacturer because there is no specified EN rating because the EN rating is based on a standard sleeping bag with with set parameters the quilt takes away those parameters so there is no specific standard rating for the quilt so I guess right off the bat is one of the things that you really have to kind of take a look at is that because there's no such standard for backpacking quilts you're kind of forced to rely on you know the manufacturer for sure and customer reviews that's going to be huge in looking at a quilt uh, when buying your backpacking quilt the current rule of thumb is to purchase one rated for 10 degrees below your needs so you'll be warm enough that's usually kind of like the, the kind of the standard rule um, but in this case uh, you may want to look a little bit lower and for women whose body mass is a little bit uh, less that you guys uh, may want to look at 15 to 20 degrees of insulation uh, because of the lower body mass. So if you're looking at a quilt and it's rated 30 degrees, you may you may look at something like for 15, um, you know, or at least or at the very least 10. So that's one of the things that um, the quilt has yet to have is its own standard EN rating. <laughs> Which I, I think in time, it, it'll it'll come to that. It, it'll naturally evolve. Um, but when you're talking about four season setup, when you're when you're looking at uh, where you're going, uh, how long are you going to be out there and is weight important to you? You're kind of you're looking through these different factors of am I going to be warm enough or do I need to bring this amount of excess? For me, like I, I'd rather be toasty warm than um, than too cold. So I gravitate towards like literally encompassing myself in a in a wrapping overnight. And, and that's pretty natural for me to want to do that. I do that here at home. And I mean, it's like 80 degrees in here. And I'm like, there's a draft. I'm freezing. It's because you have every blanket in the house on. <laughs> also, I'm in the corner freezing. So, um, and, and, the, and the way that we, we look at the, the ratings for the bags. For, so, for example, um, we just reviewed uh, two quilts on our Trusted Trail Gear uh, talk on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Trusted Trail. We review the Feathered Friends uh, 20 degree quilt and we review the Big Agnes 40 degree 
quilt. One's a synthetic bag. One is a 950 fill goose down bag. And both, both when, you know, when we were looking at the reviews and looking at both bags, both of them <laughs> said, well, it's too hot, it's too cold. The rating was just right. Is it a 40? Is it a 45? So you're you're going to have to really do your research on the ratings. And so when we did the podcast, which is episode two, by the way, um, and both of these, both of those uh, quilts right now are on sale on the Backpacker Store Com. In fact, all you have to do is go to the search and type in uh, sleeping bag quilts and you'll get a whole array of quilts and you can kind of compare what uh, like REI and some of the, and Moose Jaw and some of the other ones are are selling those uh, quilts for. Some of them, you have some pretty good deals out there right now. It's That's on the backpackerstore.com. But when, we, when I did the podcast today, that was kind of like the main thing was that, you know, people love them. Or they have a hard time um, getting, you know, making it a part of their their gear love. It, and I am going to tell you why I think that happens. I think the, one of the other disadvantages of the the quilt it's kind of like the um, uh, it's not like a sleeping bag. So, you know, you guys we're all used to going buying a sleeping bag, taking out the bag taking it on a trip and getting into it. Yeah, we know it's got a loft. We, we know all that stuff. But the quilt, you're going to have to look at your sleeping pad as much as you've ever done before. Because now, again, you're taking away some of the synthetic loft and some, uh, and some of the goose down or duck down loft on the bottom of your sleeping bag that you've kind of been used to. And now you're completely reliant on your air pad to be insulated. And if you're going in colder nights, 50, 40, even high 30s, you may be shocked when you buy your 20 degree quilt, your sleeping bag quilt, thinking, man, I just spent some bank on this quilt. I'm going to be toasty warm. And you can't <laughs> figure out why it feels like you're sleeping on top of a refrigerator. Yeah. So one of the disadvantages to the quilt is... I mean, although they're great, absolutely, but we're going to tell you right off the bat that your sleeping pad is going to be integral in how it complements your quilt. And I go over that, why that's important on our podcast, on our Patreon page, by the way. Well, when you are looking at uh, you know backpacking and sleeping in these colder climates or colder time periods, seasons, wherever you're at, it's going to be crucial for you to maintain your body heat. And the disadvantage that we were just speaking about is that if your sleeping pad is not complementary to your quilt, you can get some draft in it. And it's going to be even harder for your body to warm up by the time you wake up and you realize that you've been having a draft, your core body has dropped. It's going to be even more integral for you to maintain that core uh, value at a um, at a safe range because uh, it's going to be harder for you to to manage when you are inactive in a sleeping position and, and, and regulate your temperature back to safe levels. Yeah, and the other thing too is you're going to have to look at sizing. Sizing is going to be a huge factor 
in your decision with a quilt. Or again, the sleeping bag, it's pretty cookie cutter, man. You know, you're not really doing, you don't have to be any kind of a, a math wizard and looking at, you know, it's, you know, medium, large, extra large, wide, extra wide. You know, that's pretty much it. But with your uh, quilt, you're going to be looking at, okay, so I'm a side sleeper. You know, how much of the quilt is going to extend over my sleeping pad? So here's a hint. Sleeping pads are basically 20 inches wide. That's usually how they measure sleeping pads. Well, some sleeping pads, in order to save weight on the pad, they will cinch up the two sides of the pad and make it 18 inches. So if you're buying a 20-inch wide, um, you know, uh, quilt and it it kind of hangs over the side, you're not really utilizing the quilt as it's designed to do. The quilt's really designed to tuck it in and tuck it under. So you don't want overhang on your sleeping pad. So you just kind of have to, you have to, you're gonna have to be a little bit more, um, uh, you're gonna have to do your due diligence a little bit more on is your pad insulated, is it not insulated? What, what are the dimensions of the quilt? Am I going to be able to tuck it under? Will there be, is there going to be a lot of leftover, a little leftover? And do I have a lot of dead airspace in the quilt? Once, once I all, I'll tuck it under with the quilt, you should not ever be able to feel a draft because you control the draft. That's true. <laughs> and if you are interested in, in, in quilting in, in much colder climates, a lot of people are adding in the layer of, uh, of a liner uh, to either further protect um, and, and, and bring in the, the warmth through kind of the tuck-in aspect of, of adding a liner. Yeah, and a lot of times with quilts, uh, you're going to actually buy a liner to put on your sleeping pad anyway it's almost like a bed liner to be honest with you because there's you know you're, you're sleeping right on your um, on your pad you're gonna be slipping and sliding all over the place so um, a lot of I, I know when we went out uh, um, on our last backpacking trip up in the UP Kathy Kinnison um, who we love very much Kathy hello um, she had a quilt with her and one of the things that she's learned with her quilt was that she has, she called it a bed liner. And I'm like, a bed liner? She goes, yeah, like a fitted sheet. I'm like, a fitted sheet? So she goes, yeah, it's just a sheet I lay on top of my mattress pad. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. So <laughs> so you're gonna, that's one of the things with the quilt that you may or may not have to kind of look at. So a lot of them have straps. Yeah, some of them designed. have straps. Some of quilts, you can tuck your pad in the back of the, um, they've got uh, like little triangle, uh, uh, little triangle corners on the back of the quilt, although there's no back, but they do have the corners that you can kind of tuck in your sleeping pad to it. I think uh, the the Big Agnes, the the 40 that I reviewed, the, the ultralight I reviewed today, they've got the little triangles on the corners that you can tuck in your sleeping pad. So um, it... Uh, I I love the quilts. I think it's I think it's a great. Um, they've been around for a while. I think they're getting better. I think that just has given backpackers a lot more to choose from. Like we didn't have a lot to choose I from know. already. <laughs> we, we already falter with all the options that we have out here. But it does give it does give you a way to get out of the cookie cutter sleeping bag gig and 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 kind of personalizes your your style on the trail and so 
really in the beginning of the podcast, we told you that you'd be shocked on which one we we tell you to get. And you are going to be shocked if you've lis- listened to this podcast for any length of time at all. <laughs> you know, and Ariane and I will tell you that, well, it's your backpacking trip. Figure it out. That's what we're telling you. We're not going to tell <laughs> we, you we what's better We don't have the answers. Best. We don't have the answer because it's your sleep, you know, um, and we are not getting in the sleeping bag with you. So it, it's it's your lifestyle on the trail. You're going to have to figure out what you like better, and that means testing the gear. If you're going to think about getting a quilt, well, get one with a manufacturer's got a great return policy. Feathered Friends, for example, uh, and, and other gear manufacturers, they want you to not only buy their gear, they want you to fall in love with their gear. So it's like they're looking for that love relationship, right? So if you don't love it, they don't want you to have it, and they, they're happy to give your money back. So look for gear manufacturers. Start out with me. I would start out with a summer quilt, to be honest with you, and kind of get used to that blanket type atmosphere. And when the nights get a little bit chilly, kind of tuck it in, get get rid of the draft and get a little warmy and look at your insulated pad and, and look at the R value of your sleeping pad. And then kind of brave out a little bit in the wintertime. The, the good news about, uh, um, quilts is that they are um, a two-for-one piece of gear. You can multi-use that gear. When I say multi-use it on warm nights, you do use it as a blanket. You just throw it over you. And then on colder nights, then it becomes more of a sleeping bag type of piece of gear. So you really do get the two-for-one. If you can find your sweet spot as far as you know, 20 degrees or 30 degrees or 40 degree, uh, whatever your preferences to go backpacking in what kind of weather that is um you're you could have one heck of a piece of gear yeah i mean i would suggest a pro tip uh for all of you who are really kind of considering it play around with your sleeping bag open it up don't zip it up at night and see how you feel see if your natural inclination is to zip up and tuck in deep within the bag and i think you'll really understand what your lifestyle is from there um and then kind of navigate the choices. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I, I totally agree. Gear's all about testing, and it's all about your lifestyle on the trail. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please post a comment on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It definitely helps spread the word of our podcast out. Shout-outs to our lovely and amazing Facebook members. Love you guys. God, <laughs> love you guys. It's um, been a busy week on Facebook. If I could move into our Facebook group, if there was a way to move in and just hang out with everybody, I think that would be so cool. Um, of course, thank you to our patrons. We really appreciate it. Uh, Rick, Jerry, Shirley, Chuck, Jerry, Suzanne, Brad, Bill, Cottrell, Nick, Helene, Mike, Jacqueline, Danny, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, and our newest Patreon, Jeff Nineman and Kathy Kinnison. You guys, thank you so much, man. We really, really appreciate uh, the support. And by the way, did I see a Trust the Trail hoodie I, on our Facebook <laughs> members page today? You did indeed, yes. And that was Helene? Was that Helene? It was amazing. That had that? I think it was. <laughs> I think she, it was, uh, she went, uh, did the... Uh, uh, Point Reyes. She was in Point Reyes National yeah. Park. Yeah. And I see this Trusted Trail hoodie. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Thank you so much for uh, for uh, for making that a part of your trail life. That was very cool. 
Our podcasts are always available on any of your favorite podcatchers. If we're not on it, let us know and I'll get us on it. Um, and then we'll always make sure that we're, we're on. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, or our Trust the Trail Facebook page. And remember, the trail does give you everything that you need and more. So. Trust the trail. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye.